Well, hello there. So every once in a while, I answer Quora questions, and sometimes there are some quirky ones that show up. Obviously, a lot of those quirky ones are from various right-wingers, random odd questions that pop up. And this one was, how and why are Democrats so numb to the execution of babies? And my answer was, or part of my answer was, if you want to be taken seriously, it's important to approach discussions about sensitive top topics like abortion with respect and understanding for different perspectives. The language you've used in your question seems to imply a strong and negative assumption about Democrats and their stance on abortion. In reality, not even all Republicans oppose abortion under all circumstances. A Pew Research Center survey from 2022 reveals that, quote, in the first six weeks of pregnancy when cardiac activity, sometimes known as a fetal heartbeat, may be detected, but before many women know they are pregnant, a third of Republicans say abortion should be illegal, while 26% say it should be legal and 24% say it depends. This is despite the, Republic, the Republican Party platform stating that, quote, the unborn child has a fundamental right to life which cannot be infringed. So that was part of my answer. And I, I want to expand on that now. This uh, Republican opposition to abortion under any circumstances is not the position of the majority of Americans. And framing this as a pro-life versus pro-abortion uh, issue is a fundamentally dishonest way to go about it. Obviously, if Republicans truly all cared that much about preserving the lives of unborn children, infants, and kids, they would oppose toxic chemicals that can cause birth defects, as well as opposing wars and drone strikes that often kill children, and of course, unborn babies, among other things. But you seldom hear a peep out of Republicans on those obvious issues that not only impact children, but sometimes actually will kill them, of course. A majority of Americans favor protecting abortion access, even if it's not in the earliest stages of pregnancy. That means the so-called pro-life movement is not in the majority. Uh, Trump laughably said the following to a crowd at the March for Life, and here I am quoting Trump, the March for Life is a movement born out of love. <laughs> Could you imagine, could you imagine him saying that? Anyway, I'm, I'm going to get back to it, what he said. You love your families, you love your neighbors, you love our nation, and you love every child, born and unborn, because you believe that every life is sacred, that every child is a precious gift from God. Really, he loves every child, born and unborn. Well, what if it's a Mexican child? What if it's a, I don't know, a Palestinian child? Um... To, to make it more of a timely issue, I guess I should mention that. You know, what if it's a, a child from one of those countries that Donald Trump allegedly called shithole countries? You know, it seems like he has less love for those kind of children. Or, of course, any child who might grow up to not love his movement, you know, his political... Uh, MAGA cult. Uh, we know that the far right does not encourage people to love all their neighbors. 
or to love all of the nation or love every child. If you are LGBT or belong in any other category they don't like, they don't even want you to be able to exist publicly or, the, or otherwise. Your life is not sacred. They hate it. They view it as anti-God, and plenty of these prominent people on the far right will tell you that over and over and over again. A lot of these, you know, prominent spokesmen. I'm not saying every single, you know, Republican is like that, and uh, that's a good thing that they're not. But a lot of the prominent loons right now are pretty much like that, and they'll say it again and again and again. The question is, when will this finally sink in for more of the media? And when will they finally stop both sidesing it as much as they still do even now? And just admit that the Republican Party is much further to the, to the right on issues like these and stop pretending that both the Republican and Democrats are on equal footing when it comes to the facts, the science, and just the issue of popular support. So sorry that that's a bit of a long question, but there there's really a lot to pack in there. You know, poll after poll after poll shows that the Republican agenda is generally less popular. Although, of course, it depends on issues um, like and how the things are framed, how the questions are asked and whatnot like that. So some polls might reflect a, a little bit of a different uh, percentage. And of course, some polls are done more accurately and more responsibly than others. But, you know, a lot of the polls will really tell you the same type of things. So at least a slight, albeit still significant, majority of Americans believe abortion should be legal in the first months of pregnancy. And some Americans favor making abortion legal through, throughout all nine months of pregnancy. That being said, because Democrats are still so bad at messaging, I think they're at risk of losing control of the narrative. A CBS News slash YouGov poll conducted in June of 2023 found that 57% believe Roe's overturning was bad for the country. And uh, to me, 57% is actually not that huge of a majority. Now, some out there will say, but Wade, that's just one poll that would be a correct observation. It's just one poll. But still, I do think other polls have looked pretty similar, which suggests to me that some of these Republican efforts have been successful. And sure, polls can only take you so far in understanding where people really stand. And some people, frankly, don't even know what their own beliefs are. But still, I can say that 57% is not exactly 75% and obviously also not 95% or anything like that. So every time I see a poll like that, I see a bit of a red flag. Really all it takes is some shockingly persuasive propaganda efforts by some cult-like conservative group and a number of other factors, and we might wind up under a true uh, Christo-fascist theocracy. You know, it's, it's not something that would necessarily take that great of an effort. And yet more of you might say, <coughs> excuse me, some of you might say, but Wade, the only group to oppose abortion entirely were those older and very religious. Well, I'm not at all convinced that that could not change 
even in a year, maybe even less, so long as the Republican messaging is on point and constant. You know, repetition works to help change people's minds. That has been revealed as true time and time again. How issues are framed really matters. And so does whether or not people are motivated to stay mobilized on this issue or that. Also, if the brown shirt proud boy types show up to intimidate even just some voters away from participating in democracy, it might be enough to encourage a lot of others to stay home. This is how this stuff works. And then, of course, you've got voter roll purges and uh, good old-fashioned gerrymandering on top of that. So I, I don't want to sound overly pessimistic, of course, but I just don't want people thinking that they won't need to stay vigilant on various issues. It's still true whether or not you want to think it's true that the data suggest, suggests that most Americans support legal abortion, at least under some circumstances. In fact, this is still even true for some who call themselves pro-life. In reality, many, many Americans are liberal and they support abortion, at least under some, many, or even most circumstances. Some of those people are Democrats, of course, and uh, some of them are actually conservative. You don't need to be a Democrat to be impacted by this issue or a whole bunch of other issues. So that's why it's important to, at least sometimes, put the, you know, the red state, blue state stuff aside to the extent possible. And, you know, just look at the facts of the issues and try to discuss it philosophically. And, um, of course, scientifically, again, to the extent possible, it's not always possible to, you know, uh, approach an issue in an ideal way. But I think it quite often is, especially if you're at least a little bit skilled in your presentation. So, you know, that's about all I have to say for this little episode. I just wanted to get some sort of message out and remind people that my podcast is still something that exists. And uh, I may have another episode tomorrow lined up, so we'll see about that. All right. Have a wonderful day.